Time to talk basketball with the man who knows basketball. In fact, he knows everything. I don't know if you've listened to him as much as I do, but <laughs> the run home with with Gazy and uh, Andy is like, like for me, is elite listening. There's there's a lot of conjecture around town that it should be called Gazy and Andy, not Andy and Gazy. But anyway, but Wayne Andy's a great man, but Andy it's hard Gaze. to beat this one. He joins us now. Gazy, appreciate your time. Thanks for chucking away. Appreciate it. Uh, good morning. No, no problems at all. No, certainly if you've ever listened to our show, there's no way it's uh, ever going to be Gazy and Andy. <laughs> just, just, uh, just being polite, mate. Just being polite. <laughs> Andy, uh, Andy certainly uh, dominates proceedings. But uh, I chip in with the ones and twos. Haven't opened up the full face of the bat, but just uh, trying to get through and uh, see what type of uh, radio we can put together. Just turn over the strike, mate. That's mm. all you can do. Just That's turn it. over the strike. That's I'm doing. We're just getting our eye in over the two-year period we've been That's doing it. it. <laughs> eventually, <laughs> eventually, Scotty will get the hang of what this radio thing's all about. Yeah. Hey, Gazy, earlier today, and we'll start off with a bit of a Dorothy Dixon for you. Earlier today, we had the five aside. And today, our talking topic with our listeners was our favourite lefties of all time. Give us your favourite yep. lefty hoops, uh, hooper. Basketballer. Oh, for, for me, it's a real easy one. It's the uh, the legend Leroy Loggins came out oh. to Australia and as a youngster growing up uh, to see him play and completely dominate Australian basketball. I did actually get the um, opportunity to play alongside in the 1992 Olympics. We played together. He is uh, basketball royalty mm. and uh, he by far to me, if, not, if he's not the greatest uh, import to ever come to this country. He's certainly the greatest left-handed import to ever come to this yeah, country. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with that behind Ricky Grace and also Bryce Cotton. But we'll go Ricky with that. Ricky Grace was left-handed. <laughs> Ricky Grace left-handed? Ricky Grace is left-handed. Yeah, uh, Ricky, yeah, well, yeah, I think he was. I think yeah. you're right, Scotty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> coming, coming from nowhere just uh, comes out with something special. Ah, uh, Very good. Uh, and, and when you're playing, a lefty's hard to guard because of that skill set because there's not a lot of them? Um, not really. You don't really – usually you get um, – certainly the elite level, but you get a, a report, a scout on all the players and you, you pick up their tendencies and it doesn't really make too much of a difference uh, in basketball. But for, for some reason, um, lefties, their, their shot just doesn't look quite right. Uh, it's just I don't know what it is. You look at uh, even if the, the, in the NBA, if you, you go back to Ginobili was a lefty, uh, Manu Ginobili, mm. and um, it, it's it's beautiful and and it's it's funny because you know when you get a a, um, a video and you put it around the wrong way and you've got right-handed shooting left-handers, the most prettiest right-hand shooters when they're left-handed. Just doesn't look quite as pretty to me, anyway. <laughs> well, that's why. Uh, look, I don't want to disrespect him because he is one of our great mates, and we love him to bits. But that's why Damo became the most offensive player in the competition, didn't he? <laughs> I mean, well, he is elite. He's a uber elite when it comes to um, to, to, to defending. But mm, uh, but that's right. Shot. The, the shot. Yeah. Well, it. it um, I can't be too critical because he. Almost, I think he cost me my coaching career when we're three points up with uh, what was it, seven seconds to go, uh, and uh, he knocked. We said just the whole game were just listen, help out on Bryce, whatever you need to do. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll live with Damo shooting a three ball. Well, we didn't live with it. He killed us. Uh, he knocked it down, and we beat us in overtime. So he. 
He can knock him down, Damo, that's for sure. <laughs> Andrew Gaze, co-host of the Run Home with Andy and Gazy online. Hey, uh, just before we touch on the Perth Wildcats, and not the plight they're in. They've had a couple of back-to-back losses against the elite, mm. against United yeah. and, and the Kings. We don't think we're throwing the baby out with the bathwater just yet, Gazy. But I just want to ask you about uh, Ben Simmons. I'll see Ben Simmons. Uh, looks like he's back in vogue over there in the yeah. States in the NBA, which is a good sign for him. Let's hope this is a watershed time for, for Ben Simmons. We want to see Ben back at the elite level in the NBA. And we'd love to see him in Boomer's Colours as well. That's for sure. And uh, by all reports, he's had a huge off-season. I saw a, a pre-season game that he was playing and uh, only played it uh, about 15, 20 minutes in it, but had uh, put up some good numbers, but just looked good. Looked like he was out there having fun. The body language looked a whole lot better. And most importantly, looks healthy. He's had some health challenges over the, the last couple of seasons. And he looked like he was moving freely. And and even, I don't know if you saw it, Goss, but did you see him with the interaction with the kids after the game? Yes. The whole thing, it just looks like he's um, there's, a, there's a change in behaviour there that look, looks encouraging. Which is great. And which is what, I think that's all we want. We, we, that's, Absolutely. All, that's all we want. We want him to be in a good mindset, playing the game that he's bloody brilliant at, and the bonus would be, whether he plays for the Boomers and get through, but the bottom line is he was he was everyone wanted to be Ben Simmons two two and a yeah. half years ago, and then he just fell completely off the radar. Yeah, so we're, uh, Austra- we're Australian. All we want to see our athletes do is have a dip. Yeah, uh, yeah. So crack yeah. in. Hey, speaking of having a dip, what did you make of the Wildcats the last two games? Just, uh, just. Uh, I mean, they started okay. New roster. Yeah. It's all very talented. Everyone's already calling for John Rilly's head. He's got the he's got the roster, really? but they can't win a game. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> they turn pretty quick, as you can appreciate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's a bit, I put that in a bit premature basket, uh, but but I think that they are a work in progress. And you're right; they've got a a vastly different lineup to what we've seen the last couple of seasons, and and, and just trying to figure their way through it is um, it's going to take a little bit of time. But there's no questioning the talent. They've got really, I really like the talent that they've got, and it's just how that all comes together. But there's good depth, and um, the Alex Star kid is, is an interesting one because he's a you know, he's going to be a superstar, mm. but he is uh, still very much a work in progress, a young guy. But gee whiz, it's hard not to get excited about the talent that uh, he's putting together. Jordan Asher, we've sort of seen the very best of him, but then he's had a, a couple of games where. Um, you know, he's we got lost a little bit in those games. Uh, so I, I think that there's really good talent, um, and it's it, John's just got to figure out a way to bring it all together. But I still remain uh, confident that they're going to have a, a decent season, and the game will be contending for a, uh, a championship. I've got no doubt, Gazy, that I reckon they'll be they'll be in amongst it at the deep end. No worries whatsoever, because. It takes a lot to get a team to gel, doesn't it? And if you've got different personalities or whatever, and they're all used to being maybe the star of their previous team and they've come into the Wildcats, JR's job, I imagine, is just to get them to uh, to gel and understand each other's roles. At stages during yep. the Sydney game, it just it didn't look like they were running any plays or there was any cohesion no. or it was just yep. there was no movement or fluent movement of the ball whatsoever. But that, that's going to take some time, isn't it? If you're if you're the coach in this situation right now, is that what you're concentrating on? Yeah, that's right. And um, you know, I think even from the coach's standpoint, is you're going through a process of still trying to figure out your combinations of who works best well in uh, different circumstances. And I saw that a little bit in the Sydney game as well. Um, and, and it's also about getting Bryce on track. You know, he's playing okay, but 
his shooting percentages are down, uh, both from the three and, and, and overall. And I think he's also uh, trying to figure out, well, how did you get other people involved? And when you, you think of his contribution over the years, it's just simply, it's extraordinary. Mm. We talk about Leroy Loggins. This guy's in that conversation for the greatest import or even the greatest player we've seen in uh, the NBL. So he's early on, he was diverting a little bit to Jordan Usher and, and, and uh, trying to get other players going and finding that balance between making sure that you, you get the best out of yourself but also looking after the others, is uh, it can take a, a little while. Time to hog it. He just needs to go back to being Bryce. Just shoot, just, just hog it. Don't share it. Shoot everything. And you know what I mean? And score 35. And if we lose, it doesn't matter. And our shooting's been, yeah, our I'm, shooting's I'm been not woeful. Sure that, yeah, it hasn't been great. And they've had some decent looks. And I'm pretty sure... That's not the. Uh, that's not what John really is telling Bryce Johnson to do. Hey Bryce, get out there, hogging, pal. That's all we need you to do. Just a little insight. A little, a little insight into Gosler's sporting career. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. But like, yeah, you know what? I know what. I know the language might be a little different, but there is a bit of a bit of what Goss is saying is true. It's mm. just that maybe needs to focus on himself a little bit more. Well, I tell you, when not only is it uh, offensive, we're out, you know, our shots aren't we're just not going in. On the other end, too, when we're getting smashed yes. on the boards, Gazy, both at yes. both ends of the court. Yeah, and, and this is not new. You had these types mm. of problems last season as well. And, and that's where, from a coaching standpoint, you've got to think, well, uh, are we spending enough time on this? Are we drilling it enough? Um, you know, the, the, there are given what's happened. And, and, and sometimes when you pick up a player like Keanu Pinder, you think, oh, well, we just fixed that up with personnel. But there's uh, clearly a lot more to it. And, and he, uh, throughout the course of his career, has been an elite rebounder. Um, but but there's it's a collective thing. And it comes down to your overall defensive principles. And it's not just actually rebounding itself, which is the, the big part of it, of course, but it's... You know yeah, how you box out, where you are in the help situations to give yourself a better chance to uh, box out when you're on the weak side. So there's a bit of training that has to go into that. And, and it's an area that coaches, you know, there's different coaching techniques to do it. But, um, you know, I've yet to find uh, the, the, the right formula myself. You sort of figure it out as you go on with different groups. And it's another one of those areas where uh, in time, I think they'll get better. Uh, last one before we let you go. They take on the 36ers Saturday, uh, uh, which is interesting because DJ Vasilovic has yeah. now been uh, yeah. signed by the Adelaide 36ers, and it gives us great joy because we don't like Paul Smith or Andrew Bogut and or and or, no, we don't. I don't mind Bogey. No, no, he's a he's a buffet. He's a Sydney Kings buffet. I mean, I like Bogey, but not when he's in the Sydney Kings mode, right? And then they've got a the couple of media hacks. One of them has been moved on because he was no good, but uh, for the media department. But it, it's given me great joy to see them bleed and they're bleeding and they're bleating about the DJ and the way in which Adelaide signed him up. I'm looking forward to seeing DJ Vasilovich because he's actually pretty vocal on Twitter as well about being an anti-Wildcats man. So uh, I'm interested to see how he, he'll suit up for Adelaide Gazy. Yes, he, he's a, I think he's a really good pickup because he's a great player. He can shoot the ball. He, how he fits into this Adelaide lineup is going to be a, a big test for, for CJ. But I, I think he's a great pickup because he can score. 
Yep. You know, he can, he can flat out shoot the ball, and he's never seen a shot he doesn't like. <laughs> and uh, and, and over, over the last couple of seasons with the Sydney Kings, he's been a very, very important piece uh, to uh, for them. So it, a little bit of controversy because uh, the Kings had his rights because they let him go to um, the, the state to try out with the Washington Wizards. But uh, he's come back and... and uh, I think ultimately good on them for, for releasing him of their rights and, and now he's got the play because we want to see yeah. high-quality players like DJ Vasiljevic in our league. Uh, very good. Hey, what do you got coming up on your show? Or do you just walk in at uh, one minute to three and just go, what do we got? Yeah, you like Scotty. You Quick, just put roll Andy, up. Quick, put Andy on. <laughs> no, no, no. We've got, a, we've got a bit of prep that we've got to do, but we like to see how things unfold throughout the course of the day. I'm sure yeah. the, the Ginnivan situation is going to be uh, another talking point to see where where he lands, whether he becomes a hawk or not. Do you but, want that, um, Gazy? You're a hawk's man. Do you want him? I am. Well, oh, I don't mind it. I think that he's been shrouded with a bit of controversy throughout the course of his career. But if you just look at the sheer numbers, it's almost a goal and a half a game. I think he, he um, you know, he, he's ultimately he's a player that's been a part of a premiership team. So I think that's a good, good history. And, um, yeah, I, I think that... Went, well, we like the Brockman kid, so yeah, there's a like for like type situation. So, mm-hmm. oh yeah, you, you're not you're not a big fan there. Are you? I know you Got can it. have him. You can have him. That's okay. I'm not concerned. Oh, Lockie, Lockie Schultz is. Uh, we'll have Lockie Schultz over Jack Gidman all day, every day. Mm. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, well, I think that's the reason why he's uh, on the market, isn't it? Ultimately, yeah, yeah. but. Um, no, you picked up a good one there, that's yeah. for sure. Uh, looking forward to Jack Gidevan playing for Box Hill most of the year. Hey, mate, appreciate your time, <laughs> Gazy. Always good to chat. Good on you, Josh. Oh, Scotty, good on you, fellas. Here's Andrew you, Gaze. You can hear him, uh, of course, on the network, on the run home with Andy and Gazy on the SEN app.